When it comes to discussing the realities of parenting, you can expect some sensitive material and occasional profanity. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Anonymous Mom, a podcast where two childhood friends reconnect to discuss mom life, adulting, and everything in between. And today we are having a struggle. I think, is that what we're doing? Is that what we're talking Today, about? Today, the struggle. I mean, my life, my life lately. The struggle is The real. struggle, yeah, it's real. <laughs> and I suggested this only because I feel like every day I have a new struggle. And when I had suggested it, my struggle was with teenagers and preteens. And I think one of the things is that we're told when our kids are younger, oh, it gets easier. It gets easier. Yeah. And it's a fucking lie. I'm just going to tell you, it's a fucking lie. It doesn't get easier. It actually gets way harder and way emotionally draining. I think you're like when you have young kids, it's like tiring because you're tired, you know, like you're tired. And yes, it's emotional. But I'm like now throw on other people's emotions, Mm -hmm. like sadness and overwhelm. And then they can actually like explain to you why they're all of those things. And then I take that on because I want to help them, but they've got to work through it on their own. And mm-hmm. it's just, oh, I definitely am living through the struggle of preteen, preteen girls. Yeah. So. Right now she got to the stage of mom, mom, mm-hmm. mom. Hey, mom. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I feel like you jinxed me because I wasn't, I mean, every day is a struggle. Yes. But was, you know, manageable, bearable. And then you drop this on me. And then what happens on Friday night? Like nope. I th- I'm pretty close to around that time where you suggested this yeah. <laughs> like a day or two before. And then in the middle of the night, she's on that floor mattress. It's interesting too, because I was having this crazy dream that was trying to wake me up. So clearly my mind was like, Hey, your kid is vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> because this dream was so freaky and it was like TikTok. Oh my God. It was just this crazy rabbit hole dream. I self-sabotaged and I was flipping through TikTok. Like I had free time. I didn't want to be productive. So instead of doing something creative, I decided to just completely rot my brain for the rest of the night. And so then I had this crazy TikTok tree, (laughs) but (laughs) then I wake up to hearing that sound and you know, the sound, like when you hear that, it's just, and I look down and I've never seen so much puke in my life on all of her pillows down there, the mattress, my carpet. So that was one 30 in the morning. I know you and your gag reflex, so get yeah. ready. I was going to say, just we can't picking, talk about this too yep, long. Pick, picking, <laughs> picking it up and like, just like, oh, it was the worst. Mm. It was the worst. And so get that done. I throw the floor and then don't realize till after the fact that the freaking thing unzips and I can take the, the, the foam. Off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, didn't know that. So I throw the whole thing into the bathtub and start using her liquid soap, just like rubbing it all over, dumping water on it. I already had her in her room. Poor thing was so tired that she, you know, just like was laying there. And so then I get enough cleaned up. I use this vinegar spray, get enough cleaned up where it's like, okay, I'll clean the rest tomorrow. So then we go to her room and I just didn't think she could have any more puke in her. But and she did. I, yeah. So I brought the, but I still brought a trash can, my trash can over to her room. And I was like, okay, if you, if you have to puke again, puke in here, wake up. Oh, she doesn't make it like lean over in time. Pukes on her bed. It was the pillow, the comforter, and I think some of the carpet. 
So then rip up all those sheets. Luckily, I have like three layers of sheets for some reason on her bed. Mm. So like there's the protector, then there's like two bottom sheets and then a top sheet and then the comforter. Yep. I had to rip all that off and put that in the wash next day from about 830 until five. I was cleaning. Yep. So, but remember, I saw the positive in it. Yep. So that's the thing like when we say like the struggle is real, it, it's really, I mean, you kind of have to, I don't want to say you want to trick yourself, but there's always a silver lining. And right. I mean, I think I've always been that way, but I needed to, I was putting off cleaning the carpets and this forced me to really do that. And then once I clean, it's like, I'm going to clean. Right. Once you start, like I'm the same way, like once I start. All or I nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I am. Like I said, I'm an all in or all out person. All, so. and all or nothing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I deep cleaned. I cleaned all the carpets top bottom. I did all of our sheets. I didn't even need to wash mine, but I'm like, you know, I'm going to wash my sheets too. I dusted. And yeah, like it felt good doing it. And then it's like, yeah, I got a workout in too, because mm-hmm. that was, I mean, I didn't, I only sat down to eat for lunch. Right. And she was, you know, fine, just relaxing. But I really think it was, I got her a new juice because she was also on medicine. So that's the other thing. So then she's had this cough for like two fucking months. Finally get the antibiotics for that. I'm like, is it this? Is it that? But my mom, I was reading her the ingredients of the juice and it had lemon juice. And she said that too much acidity can make kids puke. Yeah. So, and I've never had this juice before. It's strawberry, kale, lemon, and something, but you can't taste the kale. So I was like, oh, good. And she's getting... More vitamins. And yeah. now she's just puking her guts up. She so. just puked all those up. So. so she's not having that juice anymore. Good. But she's puked like four times under my care. So it's like, I'm not really concerned, but. Yeah. Gross. I hate puke. That's why I have my husband. I know. I was like, I had to tell you though. I'm like, I have to yeah. tell you. Though. No, I, know I can't handle gross, it. But... <laughs> but one of the things that I want to bring up when I was talking to another girlfriend about this is, you know, when you like hear another parent tell you something and you're like, fuck you, you know, like, you're yeah, like that initial reaction. Well, and it's kind of like, I didn't, I, I didn't want to hear what she had to say because I was not in the place. And it was kind of coming from a place of you just wait, you just wait. And I hate oh, I get, when no, I don't, parenting yeah. advice is given that way. Mm-hmm. However, this one, it will stick in my brain forever. And what it was, short story, when I had my old spray tanning studio, I had a client and she was my last client of the day. And she was someone who had spray tanned often. She did have the tendency to be running on the late side. So I kind of planned on her being late. So she calls and says, I'm running behind. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Another client comes in. I spray tan her. I look outside and this client is sitting out on her phone. And I'm like, you're already 15 minutes late. Get in the fucking st-. Like, I'm pissed now. Because I'm like, I want to go home to my kids. You're my last client of the day. You know, mm-hmm. pissed. And then she sat in her car longer and she's on the phone. And I'm like, oh, Lord, just so mad. And so she comes in and I'm kind of like trying to be nice. But when I'm really upset, like I can only fake nice for so long. And then I kind of get like, okay, okay. So then my other client comes out, she leaves and I was like, okay, it's time. And she's like, and she stops and she looks at me and she goes, one day you're going to understand how I feel. She's like, what's happening right now is my son is in college. He's having a really tough time. I'm going to get emotional. And he just needed to talk to me. Yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't care. I want to get home with my kids. You know, Yeah. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't care. I didn't care. And now I'm like, Oh, she's like the fact that your kids want to talk to you when they're in college and vent to you. Mm-hmm. That's something you stop everything for and you listen. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And now like 
with everything that's going on with my kids, I'm like, I would stop everything. I yeah. would be late for appointments. The fact that they want to sit and talk to me and have these conversations at that age, mm-hmm. I would stop. And I would do exactly what she did. Yeah. But would she you was approach right. it differently, though? I don't know. I don't think yeah. I would. I don't think I would. Only because she wanted nothing more than to help. And it was a son, too. I don't have a son, so I don't yeah. know. But it's like a son reaching out to their mom yeah. to want to talk to him about the problems he was having in college. Yeah, because if you're like, hey, I got I mean, hey, can I call you back? And yeah, then it's and like, hey, then maybe like, he wouldn't talk hey, to her. You're not as her. important. Exactly. As this, yeah. It took and it's me, not like a doctor's appointment. It's a spring, you know, it's exactly. Not a- and she, and now, I mean, that happened probably seven years ago. And yeah. it took me seven years to appreciate what she meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was very kind about it. It's not like she was mean about it or anything like that. It was just, disres- yeah. I just had a really hard time when people were disrespectful on my time because it was inconvenient for their time. Yeah. And it was my last appointment of the day. But anyway, I will just never, ever forget that. Now I would love to see her and be like, you were so right. I get it. And I was telling a girlfriend about it. And she's like, no, I never thought, I don't think about that until you're in that situation. And I don't think I would have handled it differently because I think I would have been like, no, my son or my kid having a stressful moment and wants to sit and talk to me when they're that age is really important. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know like, yeah, she's kind to it, but it's like, that's still putting shame on you though. You know, you can just say, hey, my son was having a tough time. I have to take this call. Yeah. Or this is an emergency. I mean, just say I don't want to judge her for how she, I know, but I don't want to judge her for how she handled it either, considering the fact that I was in such a negative point with her. You know what I mean? I no, think I the know. way that I'm she just handled it that was probably. But we're saying that no matter what, you still felt that. Would it be different if she said, I have an emergency, I have to take this call? Would that have been different for you? Probably. No, because I don't think I would have cared because she was sitting outside on the phone. So, yeah, I know. But if she said she, the call was an emergency, like if she would have came in and said, hey, I'm sorry, but I have to, I have an emergency. I'll be right back. Instead of like, you're going to know how this feels one day. I'm sorry. I don't care what the situation is. I don't believe in people approaching other people like that. Yeah. Because I mean, it's, it's still putting her stuff onto you regardless. Right. That doesn't bother me that she did that. The part that bothered me is that she sat in her car and talked to her phone the whole entire time instead of oh. coming in and saying that. It wasn't her approach. I, no matter where she, what she would have said, it would have yeah. pissed me off. Because of where you were. Yeah. Because of how I was emotionally at that time, because I wasn't in her shoes. I would not have known how she would have felt until now I'm in my shoes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now that I have older kids. I would have never understood what she was saying. It took, like I said, it took me seven years for me to understand what was her reasoning and the reason why she did what she did. It was just crazy because the epiphany that I had that, yes, now I do understand what it's like because I would probably drop everything if my kid. Yeah, it comes full circle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was my full circle struggle moment because having preteens and teens is an extremely emotional roller coaster yeah. ride that I don't think no matter how you would try to prepare for it there's no is it worth preparing though I it's mean not, that's the thing well that's there's just no, like extra anxiety and stress right and there's no preparation because you just never know what the next thing is going to be yeah I love that my kids share everything with me because oh my god yes it's amazing however me being like I don't know how to like turn that off and not take that on that's my struggle that's my struggle this week yeah. Or last week. <laughs> I mean, your life, but you know. Right, right. Next <laughs> next week, it'll be something else. Yeah, I'm but sure. it's not going to just stop. No, I it mean, doesn't just... just go away. No, no, it doesn't just go away. And 
Well, we talked about that in last week's episode, how important it is to have an open dialogue with your kids. Yeah. And to do that from a very young age, to ask them questions, not invasively, you know, how's your day? What did you do today? And it being just, you just gotta start that as young as you can. When you become a parent, you reparent yourself. And there's a lot of things that set us off from when we were kids that we might've been yelled at, or, you know, our parents took a different approach to parenting because that's what was in you know, when, when they were younger, how they were parented. And it, it's really hard because you can't take it too far to where they're scared to tell you things. Right. You know, because then they're not going to tell you things. Right. And then it just kind of turns into a well. Yeah. This all came about was one of those things where it was like the emotional side of your kids is something that you either want to handle or you I feel like you don't want to handle because maybe yourself growing up you didn't have the emotional support as a your inner child is like I didn't get this right well and the other thing too is is then you're like you want to help but you also don't want to be the helicopter parent that is like well I'm gonna go and talk to blah 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 and you want them to build their resilience they have to be able to do those things so it's like and then I also don't want them to see me get super emotional about it that they think they need to be more upset about it than they are because sometimes the kids go through emotional things and it's just not as big as a deal. Like they just needed to get it out and then they get mm-hmm. it out and then they feel better. But as a parent, we have a tendency to make something a bigger deal than what it really is when mm-hmm. it comes to our kids' emotions, especially like friendships and stuff like that. Like sometimes they can get annoyed with a friend and then they vent and then we're like, well, did you do this? Well, did you try that? And it's like, yeah. you don't need to do all of that. Let them go through it. Like there are certain times where like I've had to actually go in a different room after having these conversations with my kids and like cry because it brought back friend issues I've had in my life <laughs> that yeah. I was like not strong. I mean, strong. Well, do you do you share those stories though with them instead of saying you should do this? Go when I was your age. No, because no kid wants to, to hear when I'm your age, when I was your age, because we're dinosaurs and <laughs> They think, I don't necessarily think that's I mean, true, though, because them, I will say when I've had the conversations with my kids and I was like, well, when I had these issues, they're like, well, things were different. You didn't have all the social media and blah, 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 because I remember my mom saying the exact same thing to me. Well, you know, when I was your age and this happened, it's. Yeah, but do you see the parallel right now of what you just went through with that mom and what comes what goes around comes around and you at least had that experience to now know what that felt like? So if you do tell your kids your experience and let's say down the road that actually that right. same scenario so then they can yes. go oh wait mom yeah mom, mom was right or mom this. did then yeah. they can piece it together like no. no this is what mom talked about yeah and like we have those conversations too but also too through having these conversations thankfully with my amazing therapist mm-hmm. she's always like the one thing that you have to let them do is figure it out on their own and she's like you can give suggestions but she's like unfortunately sometimes the suggestions that you give can sometimes hinder what they want to do on their own for example with my youngest was having and this was a while ago was having an issue with a friend situation and i was like you know have you you know do this do that and blah blah and she ended up being like i don't want to do any of that mom i don't care if she doesn't like me yeah and i was like which is awesome Right. Which I was not not what I'm saying. I'm saying just sharing the story and going, you know, just I'm always here for you. You don't have to give suggestions, just like more of an empathizing without taking away their experience. But just the like, 
I've been through something similar. This happened to me. Just know I'm always here to talk to you. Right. Oh, no. And we have those conversations. It's hard not yeah. to give advice, though, because you want to do. Right. You well, want, I you hate unsolicited help. advice. Right. And I hate unsolicited advice. Like, it is one of my yeah. pet peeves. And I think it's only because I will ask for help. I don't have a problem asking for help. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. Only because I always think, you think we haven't thought of that? It's almost like a insult to injury sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. But it was just the whole full circle moment. And I was telling my husband about it. And he was like, okay, mm-hmm. I've heard this twice now because you were on the phone with someone talking about it. And now like, <laughs> now I hear it again. Here. And he's like, I'm glad you And then he's going to listen to the podcast. Yeah. And then he's, he's going like, to hear it glad time. I had your full circle moment again with this whole entire. But it was, it was just one of those things. It was my aha moment. Mm-hmm. Something that I was so angry about. And then. Well, remember yeah, too, we are empathic. It's hard not to internalize somebody else's emotions in that time. So you felt triggered in the moment because deep down you could feel what that woman was, you know, when she said like, you're going to experience this one yeah. day, yada, yada. It feels like an attack. Yeah. And you knowing that she didn't mean that doesn't take away the, you know, that's still. Right. And like I said, it's just an approach of. It's hard because when we have, when we're going through something really hard, she probably felt then that way too. Do you know what I right. mean? That's why I mean, that's like, why I don't like blame her for what she, cause. Oh yeah. Not a, blaming, she was like, but... After that, I think I just had all the feelings that she, like I was finally in her shoes and understanding where she was coming from, which I never understood where she was coming from until I went. Yeah. Then, you know? And not everybody's going to take the same approach as her, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's the thing is, you know, everybody deserves to give everybody else a little bit of grace. Yeah, you don't know what everybody's going through, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that we can't just give each other respect. But when you're in the heat of the moment, I mean, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic and you're like, fucking asshole, but that person's right. like, just found out that, you know, their aunt passed away or something. You know what right. I mean? Like, you, you just don't know. You don't know, um, right. That's kind of, yeah, the full circle moment that yeah. I had. Was... I don't think I'm ever going to, I just, I'm not the personality to go, well, you're going to know about this. You know, I just, yeah. it's not, I don't vibe well with that omen <laughs> yeah, <laughs> verbiage to people. I mean, you can say it in your head, like, yeah, right. I'm probably going <laughs> to, right. It's almost like you're cursing that person when you say it. <laughs> yeah. You're going to know one day. Yeah. I feel like a lot of parenting advice is given that way. Oh, it one is, day you're gonna, and it and it's it's the same thing. All so that's why I try so hard not to be like one day you'll get that. And it's like after that happened, I was like, oh, I never want to be that person that says that because I didn't like the way that it was. But it, I mean, it did happen. But it, the, yes, I would. Yeah. I just don't like the parenting. It's hard parenting. Like now that I have older kids, I, every time I talk to someone that has younger kids, I try really hard to be like you know, it happens or what? Cause it's like, I don't know what their kids are going to do to them. What they get, like, yeah, and, and emotionally every... and stuff and every kid's different. So it's like, I think the only thing that we can do as like parents and mothers is just be like, instead of, oh yeah, well just wait. Or instead of doing that, be like, no, I, I get it. I'm here for you if you need it, you know? And we don't even mm-hmm. have to compare stories. We don't even have to be like that. It's more or less just like, Especially no mother when they're having a tough time wants another mother to go, yeah, well, you know, when it happened to me, this is what ha-. And it's like the one upping that happens. And it's like, that's yeah. not what we should be doing as moms <laughs> or women in general. <laughs> or people in general. So, I mean, it's not necessarily one upping all the time, but yes, that does happen. But there are people that just want to relate of like, I've gone through this. You're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. You know, some yeah. people take it from that approach of, hey, I went through that. It was hard. 
you're going to get through it because when you're in the eye of the storm, you don't necessarily right. see past into where the clouds break and everything is better again. Yeah. But like I said, always leaving it with like, if you need anything, I'm here for you. Because I think some people share that to say like, I'm here for you to talk about this because I know what you're going through. Right. Not to say my experience. I mean, there are people that do that. Well, like, and that's oh, what I mean. Like, think, that's what I feel You think that's like. bad? Because people do that. You think that's yeah. bad? Well, I went through this. Right. And that's Those what are the I'm people talking about. That try to right. That's what that. I'm talking about with that. Yeah. Like, it's different when you're doing the relatable or to be. And then put it back like, in I'm their here. court. Exactly. Yes. I'm talking it's about the. It's back. Right. I'm talking about the people that are like, oh, you just wait. Or like, I had this happen. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what they, I'm talking they about. They take it. Not the. I'm visualizing tennis, you know, like, you know, you have it and then like the ball goes to the other side of the court. But then that person who's listening should put that ball back into your court. Right. But then there's some people who just take it and then they yeah. walk away. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what definitely. I'm talking about. I'm not, yeah. yeah. I'm not talking about sharing stories in a. Empathetic. And Yes. Your your narcissistic is different than empathetic. Yeah. (laughs) But it's hard to understand that sometimes, especially if you are surrounded by a lot of narcissistic people. Right. Because then you're expecting that from other people. Right. And that sucks because it's a toxic trait that a lot of people have. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, that if you're struggling with stuff like this, that everybody acts like they're not, especially on social media. Yeah, and fake shit is annoying. I, and that's where it's like, and I know that I probably don't always act like I'm struggling because I don't like to act that way. I don't have a problem struggling, but we want to be happy. We want to like go through. So just know that all of us are struggling in something, some sort of a way, whether it be emotionally or your kid puking in the middle of the night, the struggles are all happening and the struggle is. That's just what it is. Yeah, the struggle is. But yeah, just know that you're you're going to get through it. Yep. And your girls are going to get through it. And you got through it when you were younger. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so this week, the struggle is just getting through the week. Yes. But we will week. return with more struggles that we're yes. having. We're not manifesting those struggles, though. I want to no. put that out there because no, we're not manifesting that, and then the that puke happened. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. Was this if gonna, you would have, this have happened if she hadn't have said, hey, I want to have an episode on struggles. And I'm like, okay, sure. And I'm having a pretty okay week. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the struggle was real. But and honestly, this- if you guys have a struggle that you've had that you want to share, and obviously on the Facebook page, do it. You can do it anonymously. Share the struggle you're having for the week. Because sometimes like sharing it anonymously, somebody else might be like, oh my God, I'm totally in the same boat as you right now. This is, I think when we share our struggles, it makes us more understanding and maybe it makes you not feel so alone. And if you want to share your struggles with us and have them on the show, you can head to anonymousmompodcast.com and there will be a link to our speak pipe where you can leave your voice message and share it anonymously. And it might uh, get on the show for the struggle is. Yeah, share away. Share away. Sometimes just getting it off your chest makes you feel a little bit better. Vent, but don't vent anything problematic because yeah, yeah. because then we won't going to share it. Yeah, because the struggle will be us having to report it to authorities, and we don't want to have to deal with that. So, anyway, so thanks for tuning in, and we will talk to you guys next week. Peace out.
Thanks for tuning in to Anonymous Mom. Have a question you want answered or a topic you'd love for us to discuss? Email us at anonymousmompod at gmail.com. Or if you want to remain anonymous, join our Facebook group, Anonymous Mom, where you can post your topic or question anonymously. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.